Hey podcast listeners, welcome to the podcast Celeb Who, where we tell you the life story of a celebrity and you the listener gets the opportunity to guess which celebrity that is. I'm your host Alejandra. And I'm your co-host Cameron. And you're listening to Celeb Who. because I wasn't here last week for our podcast. We were also very, very sad. Yes, I know. We all missed you. I know. I missed you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> um, another announcement too. Um, we do have a giveaway that's going on currently. So we're giving away a $5 gift card to Starbucks and then a $10 gift card to Starbucks. Whoop, now, whoop. Yeah, whoop, Some of our <laughs> Starbucks drinkers out there, whoop, whoop. I'm not like a huge fan, but um, so... Just a couple of details on how to win that. Um, just go ahead and comment on our latest post, um, your guess of who you think the celebrity is. So you can comment on either the past two that we've had, or you can comment on this one after we post it, and that will gain you an entry into the giveaway. Um, we're going to give that giveaway a couple more weeks. We'll have um, a date that it's going to end in the next episode. So not this one, but the next episode. And I just wanted to put this out there. If you really, really, really want to win... I'm going to go ahead and give you an extra way that you can get another entry into the giveaway. Pointers. Some points, <laughs> extra points. So if you would be so kind as to go onto Apple Podcasts and just leave us a five-star rating and maybe a review, that will gain you an extra entry into the Starbucks giveaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you like us, you know? <laughs> yeah, if you like us. I don't want to pressure you into anything, but do it. No, I'm just kidding. Just. Do it. Just do it. <laughs> so are you guys ready to find out who last week's celebrity is? Yes. No, that was our audience. <laughs> we are so excited. We love this artist. He is amazing. You guys need to definitely listen to his music. So I'll let Cameron take it from here. Yeah. So one of the reasons I wanted to do this artist is because I don't think he get he has the quite the recognition that he deserves. He's an amazing artist. And so I'm just praying and hoping that this will, you know, shed a little more light on him because again, music is amazing. So our celebrity from last week was Nate John Firestein. And I'm sure you are all thinking, who is that? Yeah. yeah who is that? So he goes by his stage name of NF, which is his initials. And as I mentioned before, he is hands down one of my favorite artists right now. I mean, just period, actually. For a while. For a while. <laughs> I, I listen to him all the time. And I actually slipped him or slipped his slogan into the title of the last episode. So his slogan is the real. And that's for obvious reasons. He sings about, you know, very real things. And so one song that I actually mentioned that he wrote for his mom is a song called Why Would You Leave Us? And that's found on his second studio album titled Therapy Session. Now, I showed this song to my mom not too long ago. And let me tell you, she was bawling <laughs> her eyes out. And this is the same song that I mentioned that has put so many different listeners into tears. Now, he has four studio albums in total and one mixtape. And his first album was called Mansion, and some song suggestions that I have from that album are All I Have 
and Mansion. Those are a couple of good ones. I mean, you can't really go wrong with any of them. They're all very good, but those are a couple of my favorite. And the next album was Therapy Session, and that was followed by Perception. Perception contained one of his biggest songs, and it was called Let You Down. And I'm sure a lot of you have probably actually heard that one because it was on the radio I mean, nonstop when this song came out. Mm -hmm. And that was the song that hit number one on the Billboard 200. Now, his latest studio album is called The Search. And this is the album that actually bested Chance the Rapper's debut album. And this album contains one of my favorite, all-time favorite songs by NF. It is just an amazing song, and it is underrated. It doesn't even have a star next to it on iTunes because it's just so underrated. Now that song is called Changes, and I highly, highly recommend you go check that song out. NF also released a mixtape, and it was just here recently in 2021, and it's called Clouds, and it is amazing as well. There's storytelling in it, there's just a beat change in a couple songs, and real lyrics as always. Every album that NF drops is just absolutely amazing, and he tends to get better and better with every single album release, and I am just eagerly awaiting his newest album. So if if you take one thing from this podcast or from this episode, it's that you need to go check out NF and listen to his music. It's just amazing. So congratulations again to those who got it right and those who struggled. Uh, You'll have another chance this week. I know that one was a little bit harder just because he's not as well known as all the other celebrities we've done. But um, again, I really enjoyed it and I hope that he gains a little bit more um, recognition from that. So Ale has a celeb ready for you. You ready to take it away? I am. Okay, you guys ready? We're ready. So this week's celebrity, we're going to name her Jen. And Jen was born February 22nd, 1975 in Culver City, California. California, woo-woo! So Jen, she is an A-lister star. She's an actor, producer, director, and talk show host. She comes from a long, long line of famous actors. Apparently, they loved their alcohol which we'll get into that later. Oh, it sounds saucy. Yeah. So Jen's father, who we'll call Raph, was a famous film actor who was arguably the most acclaimed actor of his generation. And he passed away in November 2004. Imagine being the son or daughter of such a huge star. Honestly, and it sounds like he's had a lot of actors in the family. So imagine just being born into this family, period. Yeah, the pressure. The pressure. (laughs) So Jen's mother, we're going to call her Terry. She was an actor, writer, and producer. And she was born in, hopefully I don't butcher this, I might, Brandenburg, Bavaria, Germany. And we'll talk a little bit more about Jen's mother in a minute so let's start with jen and her youth jen didn't have a childhood like you and i terry pushed jen to start her acting career at only five years old and in 1995 jen now seven years old she's appearing in a big film 
Yeah, now back to her family loving their alcohol. At only eight and a half years old, she's already attending what seems to be adult events. What kind of adult events? Like clubs with her mom, parties. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, Jen starts to take sips here and there, you know, some alcoholic drinks. Terry says in an interview about her relationship with her daughter that although they showed up to the parties together, they went their separate ways. Jen says as a kid, she didn't want to play with Barbies. She wanted to go out to a club and dance. I'm kind of understanding why you said that she didn't have quite the childhood you and I did. (laughs) Exactly. That's kind of like a teens you know like you go to parties that's still pushing it i mean honestly (laughs) yeah. yeah she recalls when acting she would be going on set for three months at a time and she fell in love with them because she was away from reality terry later kicked her husband raf out because of his drug addiction and they divorced in 1984 jen was nine years old at this time Wait, so when you say that they were out partying and, and at the clubs and stuff, where was Raf? Was he there too, or did they all just kind of do their own thing? I couldn't find a lot of information about Jen and Raf's relationship, so I'm not sure if he went along or if he stayed home, but there was a lot more information about Terry and Jen. This is when Jen begins to resent her mother. So eventually in her teens, Jen started smoking marijuana and doing other drugs and these things started to get out of control. One day, Jen is not in the right state of mind and she decides to call her mother and tell her to leave the house. But when she arrives to the house, she sees her mother there. Now, Terry says that Jen came home drunk and trashed the house. So, she decided to send her daughter to a lockdown facility at 13 years old. Wow, that's really young. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. I didn't know they made facilities for that young. Right? I mean, imagine being a teenager and being feeling lost and then your mom sends you to a facility i mean you can't really blame the mom either but i don't know it's just a tough situation i guess Mm. jen says that at the facility you couldn't mess around and if you did you would get sent to a padded room or they would put you on stretcher restraints and tie you up she also says that she had all the freedom in the world and all of a sudden one day You have no freedom. At the facility, you will figure out life and they will tell you when you've changed, which is kind of harsh. I mean, think about it. If you think about it, it's like you feel like you've possibly grown up from your mistakes and then you're not ready to leave until they tell you you're ready to leave. Yeah, I feel like... The point of being ready is kind of subjective anyway, so who really knows at what point you're ready to leave? 
you yeah. know, because it could be different from person to person. Who's to say what's the right time? Exactly. So. And she's a teenager, you know? She hasn't even... Yeah, 13 in lockdown on stretchers and padded rooms, that just seems a little intense. Yeah, exactly. Jen since then acknowledges the mistakes she made as a young kid. And she says, I was going to the clubs and not going to school, stealing my mom's car. You know, I was out of control. So it sounds like she really had time to reflect on what she was doing and it seems like she wanted a change. Mm-hmm. Jen also says that the facility gave her 18 years of parenting in a year and a half, which looking at it all in the big picture, she really need she it sounds like she really needed. She needed lots of guidance and she was not getting that guidance at home obviously. So at the facility, they thought it would be best if her and her mother would actually go their separate ways. And at 15 years old, she got legally emancipated. She was able to get her first apartment and a job at a coffee house. And she was really happy. And then she realized that she was all alone. So she decided to go back to filming and started her own producing company. So let's dive into Jen's love life. Okay. <laughs> Jen has been married three times. But That's she... two more than me. <laughs> Better be. <laughs> but she's also been divorced three times. And she has two beautiful girls. So in 1994, she's 19 years old. And Jen meets a British bar owner by the name of, we'll call him Josh. They meet at a at his club slash bar where Jen seems to attend pretty regularly. After six weeks of meeting, they decide to tie the knot. It's said that they had the idea in the middle of the night. Josh went on a search for a minister and two hours later, they were saying, I do. So she realized that she had made a huge mistake, and he re- but he remained hopeful. So two weeks, she's gone for work purposes. She, you know, she's acting, she's producing. Then she s- decides to go on their honeymoon to Hawaii, but not with him. Wait a minute. Right. Not with him? Exactly. So she goes on the honeymoon, but she goes alone. So Jen calls Josh from their hotel room to call things off. And Josh was completely blindsided and the divorce was later finalized 10 months later after their wedding date. Okay, so they were only married for 10 months and they only knew each other for 10 months and six weeks. So what is that, like 11 months and two weeks? (laughs) Wow. And, I mean, one honeymoon down and him none. (laughs) Well, I I think you can only consider that half a honeymoon since he wasn't there because I think a honeymoon requires both both couple or both people from the couple, right? So it was only half a honeymoon. Yeah. So 11 months... Two weeks and half a honeymoon. (laughs) Half the fun. So let's get down to business. Jen's working on a huge role where she gets to play a part of a woman that is definitely not hers. Only part of the woman? (laughs) What is it like? The kneecaps down? (laughs) I apologize for him. So she describes this role as... The, the woman is just a total, excuse my French, badass who takes down a room full of men 
when in reality, she calls herself a weirdo, awkward, and a dork. And she absolutely loved the role. She loved playing somebody she wasn't, which we can understand that. I think that's what acting is. Also, now I have to put this (laughs) as explicit because you said badass. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyways, Jen is the producer, remember? So as producer, she has the perks of casting whoever she likes. Enter Danny. Who we will change. We changed his name. He is a Canadian-American actor. He is a comedian and a filmmaker. He is well known for shock comedy, which is exactly what it sounds like. So you hook up electrical currents onto <laughs> somebody's fingertips and then you make them... If they don't laugh, you shock them. That's what it is, right? I apologize. He had a lot of sugar today. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's the comedy that shocks the listener or the viewers, not for the sensitive of heart, I believe. Jen decides to cast Danny, her huge crush, who she thinks has a great sense of humor for one of her films in 2001. They date, they get engaged, and then he finds out he has testicular cancer. She's with him every step of the way, supporting him. They get married, and she says after meeting Danny, she felt like she finally had the safety of a family. But after five months, Danny files for divorce. And that feeling quickly disappeared. Jen says she did not take divorce well, and she was out of control. She so badly longed for that perfect family more than anything and it felt like she kept losing her grip on it. Jen often wondered why people always ran from her. She always wanted to create a wonderful family environment but she didn't know how she was going to get there. Jen was again at her lowest but she had two friends with her this time. So Carol and Amanda were there to pick her up off the floor Until this day, with tears in her eyes, she said she's so lucky to have them in her life. In 2011, Jen began dating actor, we'll call him Andrew, after an on and off again relationship had finally ended. So Andrew and Jen decided to give it a shot. And when her new boyfriend invited her into his family, she did everything she could to feel like she belonged. And his family adored her. Jen and Andrew got engaged January 2012. And just a few months later, they walked down the aisle. And at their wedding, Andrew's father tells him that he got another daughter with Jen. And that's just so sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In 2014, Andrew has this to say about his wife. Sometimes whom you least expect is the person you fall for. It's so romantic. (laughs) It was a combination of moments. Watching her with my nephew, traveling with her, going to museums with her. I knew adding them up, this was it. They later welcomed two beautiful daughters together, and in 2016, just when everything seemed to be working out perfectly for her, 
they announced they were getting a divorce. After trying so hard to make their marriage work, it just didn't. And Andrew announced their separation by saying, Sadly, our family is separating legally, although we do not feel this takes away from us being a family. Jen states, It's amazing that my kids and I are happy because there's been a lot of times I really did question, will we be happy? And we are. Jen shared something she told her daughters also. She says, I am not your friend. I will never be your friend. I'm your mother. And I had a mother who was a friend. And we're not going to do that. So it seems like it really impacted her, obviously, what happened to her with her and her mother's relationship. I think that's kind of a, how a lot of kids go, you know, if there's something their parents do that they don't really care for. They, you know, swear that they won't do it with their own kids and that kind of, you know, leads to their own parenting techniques. Exactly. So after all this time, what is Jen and Terry's relationship like? Well, she felt like she had to face the family, her mother, that let her down. So Jen says, when you get older, you start to forgive that person. So she really did forgive her mother and she's in such a good place in her life right now because of it and she's just grown she finally feels free she found everything she needed in herself her kids and her friendships thanks for listening and as always use the hashtag celeb who to tell us who your guest is and go ahead and give us a follow on instagram at celeb who podcast and also on twitter at celeb who podcast thanks for listening and we'll talk to you next week Thank you.